We're back. We're thankful. We ate a lot of food. Now we're not eating a lot of food. We're not eating any food. Yeah. Dude, you just downed some pretzels right before this. This garbage. I needed the salt. Yeah. I don't know why. I just needed it. The electrolytes that come from it. Oh, I need more potassium. That's actually probably what I need. Slam a banana. We were in the same jeans. Where are they from? I think mine's from Target. Mine are from Zara. They have a women's section. They do. Are those women's jeans? They sure are. Cheaper. No, they'd probably be more expensive. Huh. All right. Stop cool. critiquing me like that. <laughs> no, I think Becca shops at Zara. Yeah, Zara's great. Big fan. What anyway. else do they make? Like trinkets? They Ooh, make trinkets? Zara? Zara? Yeah. They're actually are you sponsored. sponsored. They're a sponsor. Wow. Congratulations. Wait, wait, how's your Thanksgiving? Oh, by the way, I forgot to tell you this. I pulled my chest muscle. That's brutal. I've done that before. Like, not bad, but like, dude, the first few days, and you know how I pulled it? How? Definitely wasn't benching. No, definitely wasn't benching. Definitely wasn't benching. I don't know what I did if I just like strained or re-aggravated or pulled exactly because what happened was we played flag football and Mm -hmm. I was so sore after that. Mm -hmm. And then I played golf after, like that Monday, and I could barely swing a golf club. How old? 26. And I could barely literally swing golf club. Like, but anyway, obviously it was mainly an upper body swing. Right. Dude, that Monday night and like, especially Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, like to breathe was like sharp pain, like right here. That's And then dude, I sneezed a few times. You want to talk about (laughs) bringing me to my knees? You sneeze and like you're on the fetal position right afterwards. And so Thanksgiving was Thursday and I was like, well, Wednesday really was like the most painful day, but Thursday was like pretty painful. And I'm like, I'm like just in silence. And Becca's like, what is wrong? And I'm like, I'm in just so much pain. She's like, you're such a baby. She's like, like, stop it. No, I'm not. no you've I'm never not. had a pulled chest muscle. Dude, it is brutal. Also back spasms. I, used to, I was talking to someone oh. else about this too. Myself and this person were like, yeah, I didn't think that back spasms were like such a big deal. Like, I just kind of thought you're like, oh, you're being like a baby. If yeah. You with it. And they hurt. I had, um, this would have been several years ago. It's before. Yeah. It was like 2018, but I couldn't stand up straight because they were, so it would like, basically I <laughs> went finally to a patient first because I was uh-huh. trying to get like some kind of muscle relaxer, but to get in the car, I was like doubled over because if I tried to stand up anymore, everything would just contract and ah. seize up more. And the same thing, like anytime you're trying to cough or like breathe, because it was bad all the time, but then it would seize up more. It, oh, it felt that, like there was like a boa constrictor so painful, around my body. Dude. Oh my god, It was brutal. So, so just don't get muscles because then they can't hurt. Well, I don't have muscles. Well, the, it was the famous like John Daly, <laughs> like quote whoever is like, can't pull fat. <laughs> it's a good John one. Daly, man. What a guy. What anyway. A guy. So yeah, Thanksgiving was good. Didn't play any more flag football, but Thanksgiving was... Uh, I've also realized I really need to stretch next time. After. Stretching after is probably the most overlooked thing. We by should do sauna time. and stretch after next time. After the, the flag, flag Deal. Yeah, I like that. We'll set up a January game if anyone's in. Are you feeling like January in here? It's so freezing. We have a heater going. <laughs> I had to bring you a heater. <laughs> Because it's so cold. Joe texted me whining. He said, I'm so cold. I've been very whiny and complaining. <laughs> uh, yeah, because the other update I was telling Christian before, I had the brilliant idea to try a few-day water fast. 
So now I'm a couple days in and just grumpy and whiny and cold. Yeah. You might as well throw a Zen in or something. Something to relax. Anyway, <laughs> anything else from this weekend or should we just jump into the weekly rundown? Oh, went to last thing I'll add, then we'll jump. Uh, went to the Tech UVA game. Ooh. Had great seats at UVA. My buddy hooked it up and they were like eight yards or not eight yards. They were like eight rows behind the 50 yard line. Oh, sweet. Like perfect seats for football. Yeah. Game. We left at half because it was 24. I mean, dude, it was just an embarrassing football game. It's, yeah. Like we were like, even me and my buddy were like, all right, if it's within 17 and a half, we'll stay. And it was 24. <laughs> like, yeah. Just brutal. That looked bad. That was a it bad was like, one. It was the most lopsided win, I think, of, of t- Virginia Tech UVA history. And this is when like UVA barely had a football team and Tech was like ranked 10th in the country. Yeah, it's more lopsided is, than that. That This game was wild looking at. Yeah. Um, anyway. That's a perfect segue because what I was going to jump into first in the rundown was rivalry week. Bang, Bang, baby. Went to the South Carolina Clemson game, ended up not going in. I was gonna. I was like, I was gonna tailgate and see friends, and then I was waiting, uh, just checking ticket prices, and it was like two hundred bucks. I was like, I don't, I don't want to pay for that to watch us lose. Yeah. And, and uh, you did lose, and you're no lose. longer bowl eligible. We lost to a team that did not score an offensive touchdown in the game. That's awful. We had two drops that cost ten points. One was the backwards pass fumble for a touchdown their only touchdown and then we dropped an interception that they ended up kicking a field goal afterwards it was a disgusting looking game usc and the panthers like what's going on i mean clemson looked equally terrible just somehow they managed to win clemson beat unc though that was a big win well Well, i mean like in this game i know i'm just saying clemson's not what are they they're ranked now right yeah they were ranked like 24 or something but that's your rival you got daddied by clemson no, we both got childed. Dang, man. It's been a tough year to be a USC tough out, year. like fan from the outside. Not as bad as the Auburn-Alabama one, because that, that's what I have next up on this list. The fourth down conversion. From what, 30 was, yards? I think it was 32, something like that. Um, here you go. 30, what? Let's see. Yeah, they're yeah, on the 31. 31. Because going into this, I just knew that they were going to get some kind of defensive penalty that gives Alabama the first down. That just felt like the way this game was going to go. What I didn't understand. I mean, what a pass, though. What a pass. What I, I mean, my guy had four. It looked like us in flag football. He had 15 seconds to throw that football. Well, because why would you not just play safe so that you can give them an opening? You know what? What, what I don't get is they rush three. I don't, whatever, rush three. But if you look, the, the they didn't even rush. They just like stood there. He had flag football time to throw this pass. It was bad. Go back. Look, look at the two. Look, they're not even like, they're not even trying really. Like, look, he, 35 is just backing up. I mean, we could have rushed better than that. Like, That's really your flag football sweet spot, rushing the QB. Dude, you want to talk about rushing the QB, especially when they don't, they don't know Crosby. the rules. When they don't, know, when the they don't know the rules. When we change them each time and they don't know it, it's great. The other interesting thing now is how how is everything going to look with the playoffs? Because going into It'll championship week, the conference championships, like if Alabama beats Georgia, hundred percent in, gotta they've, got, be they've in. got to be. 100% they have to be. In. They just have to be. Ohio State, I think, has to be hundred percent out because we tried it last year, bringing both of them in. And again, yeah, I know that I you're not supposed to carry last year over this year, and blah 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 blah. But you hold but grudges. It was, yeah, you hold grudges. Last time, 
both of them just after playing again. It's like, oh, well, they just lost to another playoff team. Let's let them in. We saw how that went. And then TCU won. Yeah. And then guess what happened after that? Well, I think Ohio State's out. I so, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think they've got to be out. Then Washington, Oregon will be interesting. Well, yeah, dude. Washington, of course, if they win there. But if they lose, Oregon's in, right? Oregon's got to be in if they lose. Or if yeah, Washington and, and I mean, loses. Texas. It'll dude, be interesting to see how it shakes up. Texas. I want Texas in. I want Arch Manning in. <laughs> he came in with that garbage time last Saturday. Yeah. Dude, the crowd, they said, was more electric when he came in versus like the entire football game. Because everyone gets excited with a good recruit, like a big recruit. But then if you get a Manning as one, too, you know what I mean? Like, What I'm confused about is I thought he was redshirting this year. Can you? But there, it's in. You, but can, you can play red, four games in redshirt? Yeah, it's like under four or something. It's not that weird. Them. Isn't it's that just weird. a weird, like, and then we have a quarterback coming into his seventh season next year. I was about year. to say, that's what. Utah, what it ends right? Up being. Utah's quarterback? Like, you have COVID the? years, you have redshirt years, you have injury redshirt years. You have like. Portal year. I don't even, I don't even know, man. Who, who knows? Anyway. I mean, people are our age playing college football. Actually, or a couple years younger, but still. I mean, Stetson Bennett was literally the same age as me last year. Like, we're the same age. That's crazy. And I was four years removed from college. So should he. Um, okay, next up, is Tiger Woods back? It's all that he's going to play or says he wants to play one tournament a month now. Dude, I would love that. I think it's great for the game. Even if he's out there missing cuts, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. You know, it's just good for the game. I think it's good for the viewership. Uh, it would just be very, and once again, great things have happened, but it would just be very hard for you to believe, like, not only does he ever win again, but if he, like, actually makes a cut. You know, like, it, it, it'll be very tough for me to believe he actually can compete right now. But maybe. It kind of... I mean, it'd be a story I'd be here for if he starts. Oh, if he makes a off. cut, I mean, I'm, I'm downloading a couple more bed naps that I've deleted. <laughs> Never again. <laughs> hey, we'll get into it, but you had a better week this time, Elise. Yeah, good job. You had you. a great week, though. Uh, all right, this is what we both really want to talk about. Frank Wright is fired. That's the other news from the NFL this week. So, <laughs> here's a, a couple fun facts before we get into this. He's the first NFL head coach to get fired in back-to-back seasons. Mid, mid-season, yeah, yeah. Yeah, or yeah. during back-to-back seasons. Yeah. Um, he is owed $9 million a year for 37 or $36 million total through 2026 from I the Colts. I think Rule's still owed. And now him. he's owed that. So he's collecting $9 million a year from two different teams, $18 million a year for sucking at his job. Rule's also getting paid. Uh, what else do we want to talk about here with this? Oh, we want to talk about a lot. The impatience of David Tepper. This is the sixth head coach, if you include interims. Yeah, I saw a graphic on the Pat Math. He's owned it since 2018. Yeah. Like, first of all. There were like four coaches before him in all of the entire franchise history. I mean, the Steelers, which he had a minority stake in, Tepper did. He was a minority owner of the Steelers before he bought the Panthers. Right. They've had four head coaches since 1970, the Steelers have. And it's like, you come to Carolina and like, I mean, first of all, he fired Ron Rivera, who took him to a championship. He fired them two years later by being five and seven, which mm-hmm. that's a kind of a bold call to fire. A head coach two years Super Bowl removed that's five and seven. And of course, changed with Wilkes and had this all-star cast. And yep. Dude, Tepper is ruining. I mean, like the Panthers don't have any pieces now. 
and they have no hope at the moment. So here's the question. At some point, Tepper's going to realize. No. No. Well, I'm saying at some point, he's going to be like, I need to, I'm too involved. I need to step back. It's going to be a fake step back. He's going to still be involved. It's going to be a Euro. <laughs> he's going to be like, you know what? I'm giving up control. Here you go, Christian. Actually, Christian, what you need to do is this. So that's going to happen at some point. Yeah. I think that might be coming somewhat soon. Then he's going to take control back. And then maybe in about 10 years, when they've had 10 more number one draft picks that he's probably traded away to everyone else, he's going to realize he needs to give up the reins. Dude, it's embarrassing. Like, he is an embarrassment to the Panthers franchise. And like, again, he is. I don't think Frank Wright was a good hire. Didn't like it we at the didn't, time. We, neither one of us loved the hire, but, but, but I, I will still, say... Like, From a pedigree standpoint, like he's got the pedigree. Like, you know, he was the quarterback for the Panthers when they had their inaugural right. season. And was, I felt like there was a little period in Indy where it was like, okay, he might, he might be something. We're yeah. looking pretty good. And he yeah. ended up still over 500. He a couple 10 win seasons in Indy. Towards the end, we saw it happen there. Got rid of him. I just, I like, don't see the Panthers being good like, until something changes time. with Tepper. Yes. Like, I, yes, this guy's made so much money. Congratulations. But, like, why do people, I forgot what it's called from a psychology standpoint, but people, like, if Christian is really good, let's oh, say, we talked about this in the episode. Where we but because I'm it. really good at golf, it's like, now I can coach a basketball team. Yeah. It's like, no. Well, yeah, because we talked about this with Tepper. It's just yeah. like, oh, I'm a great hedge fund manager. So all of a sudden I'm going to be great with football and I can just throw more money at it. And I don't think, yes, money helps. Yes. If you have a bunch of cash, you can get around salary cap. Yes. There are things like that that help. But if you're this impatient, impatient you're not going to build anything. You're not. Pivotable. 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 No, you're really not. And and I tell you what, they're not going to build a franchise or a dime. I mean- it is just, I don't know, it's sickening to be a Panthers fan because they have been good in, you know, three, four years. And then like, there's just not a light at the end of the tunnel. And there's not. There's like, not like, oh, we have two number one draft picks. There's nothing. Like, yeah. there's like, and then now I know deep down in my soul what it feels like to be a Jets fan. And I can appreciate <laughs> what's going on because the Jets will never be good. Oh, the Jets curse. We'll get into this week's game. But since we were talking about the Colts, Jonathan Taylor is questionable again with a thumb injury, which mm-hmm. as someone who took a shot on him in a fantasy and it started to pay off, a little that bit hurts. nervous about, a little bit that nervous. That hurts you. And your guy, Joe Burrow, had a successful wrist surgery. I so just hope he'll back. be healthy and ready to go for next year. That's all I hope. Did I? Yeah, I hope he recovers well. But let's hit Iceman first. Oh, I like that. So he's got, What's up, oh, he's everybody? Got baby. This week's Unsung Hero goes out to Aaron Matson, the head coach for the UNC Tar Heel field hockey team. UNC has a pretty impressive program. They've won five of the last six national titles, including this year. But what Aaron's done is even more impressive because, you see, she's been a part of all of those teams. But for the last four of them, she was a player. This year, she was the head coach. That's right, Aaron's only 23 years old, and she took over after her coach retired this past year, leading them to an ACC title, and then this past week, beating Northwestern in a shootout after a double overtime winner-take-all match at home in front of the fans. 
Aaron, what you're doing is absolutely unbelievable, and we can't see, wait to see where it goes from here. Oh, yeah. And we had a baby today. Yeah. Aaron, you're this week's unsung hero. Iceman. Iceman. Third time Congrats, dad today. Brother. Congrats on the baby girl. Wow, third time dad. Third time dad. Wow. Third little minion, Nino. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but speaking guy. of Nino, can you imagine coaching a college team at 23 as a head coach? I can't imagine doing a lot of things, man, at 23. <laughs> head coach? So you play for, I guess it sounded like you played for the four, four years, years yeah. and then immediately you're the head coach. How? How did they let that happen, first of all? I mean, I'm assuming, I'm assuming it was a much more mature person than I was. And then you know how there's like some players that are like, you're just made to be a captain, coach, leader. Yeah. And so I'm sure that she had yeah. the respect of all of her teammates and everything. But still, that's got to be so weird because obviously a lot of the people on the team you played with. Or are like your age or very close to your age. Right, like, like a year younger than you. And we were peers on the team for t three years, let's yeah. say. And then all of a sudden, I'm your coach. That but then weird. to do that clearly well enough to win a national championship, that's pretty awesome. I mean, it's kind of crazy. Maybe but... she was that good to, I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Well, wow. Unsung hero, though. Good job. And Iceman, another unsung hero. Yeah. Iceman's got three of those heroes. Three of those minions. All right, week 12. Let's get into it. First up, Deron Bland. Fifth already touchdown. setting the NFL single season record for the most pick six with Isn't five. That crazy. And he's got a few games left, but look at this. I feel like this was he kind of earned it too. It was a great pick. It was a good pick. 60 yard return, put Sam Howell oh, in the oh, blender. Oh. Blender, blender, done. Then, then he has to go get the chicken leg or turkey leg, not chicken leg. What is this? Let's go, man. That fires me up. I mean, Cowboys, once again, so much hope, so much optimism just for them to lose in the wild card. <laughs> I mean, it's unbelievable. We'll see. I it. would love nothing more if they finish like 10 and 7 and they make a wild card and then get blown they out. They just get blown out. <laughs> it's like, no, I hope they somehow get a home home game it's not gonna happen but if they did get a home game and then get blown out oh, because they, that's if a big they thing win the division yeah oh i hope they don't beat the eagles um dang eagles are 10 and 1 though do you want to talk about that game then eagles bills i would love to you go I first i would love to man i mean for for a team that just consistently looks like a, a high school varsity team in the first half the Eagles, it's yeah. It's unbelievable how they keep... That's the fourth straight. It ties an NFL record. Four straight come from behind victory in a row. What? Against was, good teams. Yeah. Like, what is going on here? It, it's so weird because on one hand, you're like, why do you keep putting yourself in this position? And right? why are you looking like this? And on the other hand, you're like, but you're still winning. And yeah. You're doing it clutch ways. And so it's like... I don't even know what to think and, about you as a team. You right know, now. Nick Seriati, I think, is is a such a great coach, and and I, he said something too about how he has a lot of people who are like battle tested, yeah. right, and like that know how to win, and they do have a lot of like they still have some people like Fletcher Cox that that have been on the the Super Bowl team in 2017. Right. They still have some people from that roster, and obviously Super Bowl last year they have a lot of those guys. So like they have a very experienced winning like team and it showed like they're not playing great and they keep winning football games their defense in fact looks awful 
like for most of the time. Now they did a lot, like for the Chiefs, for example, they held them to zero in the second half, but a couple of big just, drops it's helped weird that. To figure out, but, but Buffalo had five hundred yards. Dude, yeah. So in the good category, yards. Josh Allen looked unreal. He did. He. All but, I mean, he put the team on his back and yeah. almost got them to the W. Dude, he can just move so well for someone his size. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, if he can extend plays like that and not turn the ball over, he'll turn it over, I think, once. And it was a pretty, when I say good pick, like the Eagles made a good play on it. It wasn't they like made a, a really good play. It wasn't a terrible yeah. decision. It wasn't a terrible throw. I mean, he looked. Like a top three quarterback, Great. not even like an overrated top Dude, five. Dude, he didn't look like an overrated top five. He uh, looked like, like you want you want Josh Allen, unless it's Patrick as somebody Mahomes. who was playing him in fantasy. Yeah, it was tough. I just don't understand how you can points. how you can allow five hundred yards of total offense and win a football game. Here's why: because I want to get into it. The end of the regulation. First off, great kick. 59 yarders. I mean, what was the little... First of all, It's like was, this is field goal range of like 15 yards behind it. That line's bogus dude, now. First of all, it is bogus, but I will say second of all, I was watching the game and I pretty much put my head down. I was like, there's just no way. Like 59 yards in the rain? But here's where the, the ugly, this isn't even the bad, the ugly to me comes in. And it's Sean McDermott. Mm. First off, why do you call a timeout to try to ice the kicker there when he's already having to run in Oh, like, yeah, that was so frazzled. stupid. And so first off, I think it's if I had, let's say there's two seconds left. I'm not calling a timeout anyway. I'm going to let right. him like go for it. I think that if anything, icing him in this situation allowed him to gain composure. Yeah. Now, number two, you have Josh Allen, who we saw the game against the Chiefs. He, You saw the way he was playing the whole game. Like 26 seconds left. And at the time, two timeouts. Why on earth do you try to waste one of the timeouts and then take a knee? It's like that is the quintessential playing to not lose a game that we talk Correct. about. It is. And look what happens. I knew it was going to happen. I was like, the second they did that, I said, the Bills are losing this game. And they did. And they did. Because they, they couldn't score a touchdown on the first drive. And the Eagles, dude. And mm. by the way, that drive was beat. Like the Eagles game winning drive was a beautiful drive. Even, I mean, the Bills looked good too. And then uh, Gabe Davis and Josh Allen miss, had a miscue on. They did. That would have yeah. been a touchdown. But yeah, no, that was a great drive. And then at I the just end, wonder how much le- that's why I'm, I think 49ers can win. I just don't know how much longer the Eagles can keep like keep this play up and and beat good teams. You wonder after a game like this. On one hand, are they exhausted from a number of these games? And it's like, when is your luck kind of run out? Yep. Then the other side of looking at it's like, well, do they have this like magic? bullet in the back pocket that they're just going to always pull out and win. You know what I mean? Like there's a confidence that builds Dude, along there's too. a lot of confidence when you come from behind that many times, right? It's like, like if we get ahead, we're going to win. If we fall behind, we can come back and win. Too. Yeah. <laughs> we'll obviously talk about it more in picks. I feel good about the 49ers going there. They're still like a three point favorite going they are to Philadelphia, favorite. which I think says a lot. You got a 10 and one team and in one of the places that claims to be the hardest to play in. It's very hard to play, and I've been. And there. then you get. Um, I could play there. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't. Say, I couldn't hear anything. Then the 49ers go in there with their three losses that you love to bring up a lot. Three losses. Um, yep. And still the favorites, which bang, is interesting. Bang, bang. Yeah, but so, they look great. I mean, plus Chase Young was just. Yeah. So that game, is, yeah. the Seahawks 49ers, they just absolutely thumped Seattle in Seattle on Thanksgiving. They did. No, they really did. And that Chase Young, I mean. It just makes everyone else better on that defense. Their defense looks unreal. Yeah, I mean, it should. I mean, they, 
from a star talent mm. perspective, they have so many good players. But their offense is and still number one in the league. Wilkes. Wilkes yeah, is dude. the D, defense coordinator. Great guy. But, uh, yeah, dude, in their offense, I mean, Purdy, if Purdy plays well, and you have McCaffrey, Debo, Ayuk, which just looks like the number one receiver right now. And to me, Debo still being underutilized. It's like the, the ceiling's even higher than it looks right now. Yeah. Yeah, Thanksgiving. Let me say one thing about Thanksgiving games. I don't want to talk about any of them anymore. The lines are cursed. Just disappointed. Like, those are disappointing Thanksgiving games. None of them were really good games. Not one of them. Mm -mm. They were all Prince blowouts. Well, yeah, the bad, we've got to put in the Lions. Yeah. We, after the Bears game, it was a close, or they were down, what was it, 12 with four minutes left? Something like 10, 12 with four minutes left. Yeah, yeah, And we talked about how it was a great sign that they came back in that. They shouldn't have been in that situation. Jared Goff had thrown the three picks, whatever. But we're like, they still found a way to win, and that was big. The way that they responded then against the Packers completely undid the win part of it. It was just like they stacked the bat on the bat. Right. Um, I mean, they got blown out by the Packers. And the only explanation is that their Thanksgiving curse is still alive. Yeah. Yeah. They even have a good team and still lose now. That sucks. I know. I, I you know, I kind of agree with you. I, I put them a lot lower on my power rankings this week compared to last week. Because do you have them over the 49ers before? It, they were yeah, five, you had, I think. You had, the I think, the Niners at five, right? Well, no, I think I had Lions at five. Lions at five? I think I had Lions at five. But they dropped to nine. Well, even more unfortunate than the Lions curse is, well, everything about the New York Jets. Namely, the getting a Hail Mary <laughs> return for Dude, a touchdown. This, first of all, I had the Dolphins D. So that was like, okay, pick. And then miss, miss. Okay, miss. Now you miss, let them set up a wedge miss, down there. Miss, miss, miss. Oh, I mean, Zach Wilson even looked more athletic. I'm Tony what, man. Oh, how the sad. The Jets? Like, that sums up their season. Dude, Aaron Rodgers, please get healthy Come to a couple practices, sling it around, show that you could come back in the season. Then don't come back because you do not deserve to come back for this. What's is crazy fair? is the Jets have four more wins than the Panthers. Yeah, and they don't have David Tepper. That's the big win. And they That's beat the biggest win. They the Jets have a couple big wins, dude. They do. The Jets are the weirdest football team, man. Well, because they have a lot of pieces close to being good, but they're all. And I think their just... their defense is just tired now. Like, they're just tired. At what point do you feel like you keep making stops and putting it where, like, sometimes it's like, just score a touchdown and we can win. Yeah. And they and they don't do that. Yeah. Defense is, I mean, you have to be so deflated. Okay. Another ugly, speaking of just score a touchdown, the Monday night game. One touchdown scored. Josh Dobbs' magic ran out a little bit. Still Four love him. Picks. Four picks. Four picks. Though. A couple of them were just terrible. A couple of them weren't terrible, but. The game itself was just ugly. Oh, dude, the game itself was. I mean, this how was many the field first goals? one I stopped watching. Five field goals in that game. One touchdown. That's disgusting. Yeah. Like was... for Joe not to finish watching a football game, it's bad. It's bad. Especially on Monday night. Because what else are you doing on Monday night? I was like, I'm just going to sleep. That's how bad it was. And you hate sleeping that early. No. <laughs> well, part of it because I was hungry. So I was like, I'm just going to get to sleep. Fair um, enough. Okay. Other one. The Texans-Jags game. 
one, CJ Stroud almost led another comeback. Dude, that would have been unbelievable. Which was nice. A, a bad in this category. He took two sacks, but one particularly that was a, a very bad sack, mm-hmm. I think. You can't do that. But, but he's a rookie. Get it. Um, but then the field goal. I don't know if this is good, bad, or what. Because it was a 58-yarder. He hits it perfectly center and doinks it off the bottom crossbar. That's a good. I mean, dude, that's all you can ask. Yeah, I was really. like, you can't ask for a better kick than this. You know that guy was just like, if I just ate one more weenie. If I had listened to him. So I put the Texans in, I think, when we did the playoff picture, I think I put them as like the last seed maybe Uh coming in. It's so tough. I mean, they have some good pieces, but with the rookie QB to make the playoffs, like, because later later down the, the stretch, or later in the season in the stretch, there's more film on CJ Stroud. There's more ways to play him. Like it's just tougher. Not saying they can't do it, but it's just you know, right? It's just tough as a rookie QB. It's just it's a very he's had probably arguably the best rookie quarterback season, like in the last thirty years. Like he's already had a great season. Yeah, no, he looks great. Honestly, I think these teams are very evenly matched because if you look at it, the Texans beat them game one, Jags won game two, and it was this close. Like. I think they're pretty close too. Trevor Lawrence think, is the answer, but other than that, I think if you look at that division, Colts are still like a little bit frisky. The Titans, you should be a little bit nervous about. Mm-hmm. Like especially, you might, you might be wanting to tank for some draft picks now if you're the Titans, especially covering against the Panthers. They did. I know. You're welcome. Gosh, I mean, that's what four for five now. Yeah, you just got to keep riding that. I did. I <laughs> put that again. Um, anyway, other thing I'd say with this is another ugly was Jack Harlow's set at halftime. Got plenty of hate, so we don't need to go into it too yeah. much, but it literally looked like a dollar store setup. So that was fun. Yeah. And him and then Dolly Parton. Yeah. Oh yeah. Both of those. Interesting. Interesting. Just interesting halftime. Where's the Justin Bieber? Where's the, yeah. Where's the anything? Where's the crowd? Where's, Where's the excitement? Yeah, Dolly Parton in the Cowboys cheerleader uniform was not not my favorite thing I that I've know. seen in a while. I, I watched like a minute of it and I go, I, I don't want to watch this anymore. Anyway, should we just do power rankings? Should we just keep yeah, going with this? Absolutely. All right, why don't you no, do it power first? rankings or picks first? Let's power do power rankings. rankings, then picks. All right, I kept a lot of things for the first week, I feel like. I kept a lot of things similar. Interesting. All right, let's hit it. Uh, so 10, I, I still have the Bills. I really think they're going to win four out of the last five. I, don't, I know they have a tough schedule, but mm-hmm. I think they're going to somehow make a wild card spot. So 10, Browns at nine. Defense obviously still looks great. I dropped the Lions to eight from, I think, five to eight because I agree with you. Like it got through a few picks and then came from behind and it was a good win, but then... To get destroyed against yep. the Packers, like in front of everyone at Thanksgiving, like it didn't give me a lot of confidence in the Lions being a, you know, an NFC championship team. I can mm-hmm. tell you that. So Lions at eight, Jacks at seven, good win against the Texans. Uh, Cowboys at six, Dolphins at five, 49ers at four. If they beat the Eagles, though, I'm going to catapult them. But I still think that, you know, from the loss standpoint, and then they've been on fire since the bye week, but we'll see how, how long they can keep that up. So if they beat the Eagles, they'll catapult, but I still have them in a strong four. Chiefs at three. I still got the Ravens at two. 
if Lamar's on and he's picking up first downs from third and ten with his legs, that will be tough to stop for any defense. And then Eagles somehow ten and one, four straight come from behind victories. And Jalen Hurts, I mean, Jalen Hurts looks good. The first half he looked like once again just so ineffective. Yep. And in second half, like he accounted for like five of their touchdowns or something. Like Allen did. I mean, they both had great games. Yeah. No, that's fair. Okay, I nine and ten. It's this is kind of put me in the blender because I'm gonna put the Bills at ten. I'm actually moving them in. Okay. Uh, because like I, I feel like I could put the Texans, Broncos, Browns in there, but if you look at it, the Bills. If they played the way they did the last couple of weeks, they are far better than the rest of those teams. I think so too. And yeah. so it's, it's weird. It's like I'm factoring in record, but then also if you factor in a little bit of an eye test and things, it's like the Bills look good. And if Josh Allen's like this, he's hard to stop. Mm-hmm. So for that reason, even though they're six and six, I'm putting the Bills in at 10. And then nine, I'm actually going to go the Steelers. Oh. This is where it's tricky with all of them because it's like Steelers lost to the Browns, but then the Browns lost to the Broncos and the Broncos kind of like dogged the Browns. The Browns look like they're getting worse. Steelers are still seven and three at this point. And so they're like a weird team because it's like they don't look good, especially not on offense. Defense looks pretty good, actually. Defense does look good. But they're seven and three. Who do they even have on offense? Najee Harris? Like, is that? I mean, they they don't look great. Good receivers. Kenny Pickett, I'm not sure about. But Najee Harris. You're right. I mean, yeah. So. That's where that's what I'm saying. Like nine through thirteen are really weird because part of me wants to put the Broncos up here. Me too. Uh, I think if they win against the Texans, they'll for sure be up here. But yes. then, like honestly, like Texans or Broncos, whatever winner is going in here. Steelers again, like I said, they keep winning even though everything looks bad about them. But at some point, you're like you're still. It's what we're saying about the Eagles, and so if we're saying about the Eagles, I feel like we've got to say it to some degree about mm-hmm. the Steelers. Anyway, I don't feel good about that pick, <laughs> but that's where What's it is. What's crazy is how many teams have seven or eight wins. Seven or eight would be Niners, Ravens, Chiefs, Cowboys, Dolphins, Lions, <laughs> Steelers, Jags, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is interesting. And then Browns. And then, Well, because Browns are now at... Seven and four, I think. Seven and four, yeah. Jags at eight. Uh-huh. It's a good win against the Texans. They responded well since the 49ers blowout. So they look pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, Lions at seven. I almost put them behind the Jags. Mm-hmm. They might still need to go behind them, honestly. Like, I, I don't hate that you have them behind them. But I chalked the Bears up as it was a fluke first half, and then they were going to recover, and they did it. And that, to me, was concerning. But we will see how they they do against the Saints then six mm, five and six are the same to me but I'm going to go six Dolphins so the Dolphins defense is looking really really good I think if their offense starts playing the way they did earlier in the season then they're in they're like a they're gonna be a force to reckon with Mm -hmm. right now the the defense is actually starting to carry them which is honestly I, I would feel good about as a fan but the Cowboys I'm gonna put them at five they're in the same category as the Dolphins Mm-hmm. Like they've blown out teams and they've lost every good, they fumbled every single good chance they had mm-hmm. to beat a good team. But the Cowboys seem hotter right now than the Dolphins to me. And so that's kind of what he used. It's the tiebreaker there. And then four Chiefs, Rashi Uri stepped up. They finally have a receiver starting to step up, which that was a big thing for me. But even more than that, probably is scoring in the second half. 
They finally started doing that. Ravens three. Their defense looks unreal and they're carrying them. However, this is why I almost actually put the Chiefs above them. Their offense to me is just like the big opportunities, like in the Chargers game, their offense should have put them away four different times. Right. They got turnovers and they didn't do anything off of it. But yet they're still winning and they still have the ability to. And so I'm, it's what we were saying earlier in the year of they just don't like step on a team's throat when they're up ahead. But then they started doing that and then they fell behind. So I, I don't know the Ravens. Yeah, they have I don't the know. potential though. Yeah. It's a high powered offense. And then two 49ers, they look good. I can't wait till they beat the Eagles. That'll and I can be put big. them at number one. They do. Once they do, I can put them at number one. But until then, Eagles are still number one. Honestly, like we said, you can. They haven't looked great, but at the end of the day, you've got to give them props because they they keep making great comebacks. Just keep they winning. keep keep winning, and so until that changes, they're going to stay number one, which I think is going to be this weekend. Ooh. But we'll see. I'm emotionally hedging. I'm emotionally hedging. Should we do picks? Yeah. Well, recap. You're you in the winning five column, and, dude. Yeah, I'm on. Why a, don't you quit this? I'm on like a 12 game win. Why streak. don't you quit this? And then like, just bet full time, like, <laughs> dude. That's what I should do. But yeah, got the 49ers covering, got the Broncos beating the Browns, had Baltimore covering against the Chargers, which was close. Dude, I'm glad that up. Zay Flowers just ran in the end zone because he should have stopped and they would have won by only three. Dude, you'd be up a thousand bucks right now. Yeah. Wow. And then uh, Dolphins covering and then Commanders, the over. Shout out for their pick six that helped with that. Then you though, you're in the winning column. You are three and two. You got Kansas City, which I thought I thought that the Raiders were going to cover. Which first half <laughs> they went up fourteen nothing. I was yeah. like, I was feeling good about that. Then the the Chiefs stepped up. You had obviously the other side of the Browns Broncos game, and then Bears Vikings. I wanted to ride that one with you, dude. It just the fact that like if Dobbs just throws two picks, like I know I mean, it, dude, that was such a weird game because the Bears are starting to look good, but then the Dolphins. Okay. If anyway. the Vikings would have just scored one more TD, like there it is. Anyway, anyway, and the Jags covered against Texans. I oof, called that one. Yeah, and the Panthers and Titans. I mean, four out of the last five could be five out of the last six. Like I'm five losing and a half. track. Dude. Yeah. So guess what? That leads us to the picks this week. Yeah. You guess who first? I have number one? Is it the Panthers? It's the Carolina Panthers. Some minus five and a half against the Bucks, right? So Panthers are playing the Bucks. Tampa's favorite by five and a half, which is embarrassing because they're four and seven, I think. <laughs> they're favored yeah. by five and a half points, but we're taking Tampa to win by probably two touchdowns. I know. Definitely taking the minus 5.5 and, and Baker against his old team too. He's going to light. I'm going to put 100 bucks Baker over whatever they have in passing yards. What I would say, I almost did that game. Just the interim head coach always makes you a little bit nervous. Sure. However... This time there isn't like a head coach energy in Carolina. So it's a special teams coach. Right. So I, I like I like that. But anyway, keep going. Um Lions minus four and a half for Saints. And the reason I say Love that, that. Love that is because they gotta bounce back. And Love the Saints that. just have not been good the last few or have not been great the last few mm-hmm. games. And the Lions, like I said, I think it's bad and bad. And I think it's time they kind of I think they're probably gonna be a little pissed off after that Thanksgiving game. Uh, Denver continues to show that they're the real deal. Against the Texans? I'm having them to cover three and a half mm. against the, the Houston Texans. I don't know if they're going to win the game, but I feel pretty confident that it's going to be at least a good game. Mm-hmm. So I got Denver to cover there. Um, 
I got Seahawks plus nine against Cowboys. Interesting. So Cowboys been blowing out some teams, and Seahawks pretty much just got blown out. Yep. By the 49ers. I it would be tough for me to believe Seahawks get blown out two weeks in a row because they're not a bad football team. Mm. They're really not. But I mean the Cowboys are hot, but the Cowboys also, I mean, it is plus nine, but the Cow this is a this is, in my opinion, this is a game the Cowboys lose. Like Seahawks just get blown out and Thanksgiving, they have what, ten days to prepare for the Cowboys? Right. Like this is the game I mean the Cowboys have ten days too, but I don't know. It, it just seems like a game that the Cowboys lose. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I got the plus nine. And then finally, number five, I got in kind of an emotional hedge because I do think the Eagles' luck has got to run out at some point. Mm. The 49ers are very hot. And the 49ers lost the Eagles already. Yep. So I think the 49ers take this one uh, minus three against the Eagles at Philly. I think you might go five and now. Hopefully I didn't <laughs> curse you because I, I want those to happen. I, I really like those your pick, though your picks. Um, Thanks, man. So I was gonna do 49ers and Eagles, 49ers covering. I like that. I think it's a good pick. However, I'm just putting it as an honorable mention because it was a little bit too much last time when the 49ers lost and my pride was hurt from from missing out on Dude, these. You got crushed. Yeah. So all that to say, I am trying to lessen the load on myself, and so I'm not going to do that game. However, I endorse it. Guy gets 36 and 24 and starts endorsing. Endorse. <laughs> 36 and 24, you're endorsed? Nah, you got to pay nah. for pay for this. I'm uh, saying that I like it. I wanted to go on record and said that I like your pick. Catch us on Patreon with Joe's bet picks. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're the one who's like, you should go do this full time. Now it's going to my head. 36 and 24 is actually impressive. It really is. Dang it, now you're trying to... I know, you know exactly what you're, you're doing right now, and I don't like that. I don't like that one bit. Um, okay, same game we're doing, Lions and Saints. I like Detroit to cover four okay. and a half. I think the Saints are bad. They looked bad against the Falcons, who I also think are bad. Yeah. The Lions, I think they've got to get it. This is a big game for them. I think they're going to get it right. So I like that. Um, okay, I'm just going to keep riding with favorites. Yeah, good. Honestly, look at this. It's all going to be favorites covering because I'm going to go Chargers at Patriots. I like the Chargers covering minus six because the good. Patriots are, they don't, nice they're not going to have a quarterback. Dude. Chargers look weird, but okay too. So anyway, that, and then I'm going to do, like I said, the Lions covering, then Chiefs at Packers. I like Kansas City covering here. It's minus six and a half. Hmm. I think the Packers got a big win. There are good parts about the Packers, but I think that the Lions more so played bad than the Packers played good. And so I think the line is a little bit skewed because of that. And uh, I'm going to fade that one. I like you're fading that one. I I don't hate that. That's my least confident one in here. (laughs) Um, But I still think because they started scoring the second half, I feel better about this. And it's just one touchdown. Whereas if it was like an eight and a half, I don't love it. Right. Um, Then Dolphins at Commanders. Commanders are so bad. And the Dolphins, like I said, their defense is looking good. So it's minus nine and a half, which is a big game, but I think they're going to cover that. Um, and then Browns at Rams. I've got the Rams actually covering minus three oh, and a half. Oh, wow. Yeah, I've got some interesting picks this time. Wow. that's Those are some outside Joe picks. I, I feel like that's not what you normally do. I know. It's probably going to bite me in the butt. And but you should stick with what's working. I know. Well, I did stick with the Dolphins. That you was did. working. I bet against the Chargers. We're still choosing them. I bet against the Browns, which I'm doing again. I guess it's fair. So you, and then I bet yeah. against the Commanders. You don't think the Browns are as good as their record? Especially with no, Deshaun I did. Going down. I did, but but before all that, because yeah. there's something to be said. It, 
same what we're talking about with the the Jets defense just being tired. I think when you have a defense that's caring like the Browns did, you go through everything. PJ Walker is winning with you. You're getting excited about everything. Then you get Deshaun back, and and you're like finally like okay, we're here, we're good to go. Yeah. And then something like this happens with the injury. Yeah. And then you lose to the Steelers. No, you beat the Steelers, but then lose to the Broncos. I think it's just, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think they looked bad against the Broncos. They did. So. No, they did. Broncos. Oh, who knows? Yeah, I like it. Hopefully, we'll go ten and zero. That would be nice to go ten and zero. Pad yeah. the stats a little bit. Hey, someone would be five hundred if they go five and zero. Dude, I'm quitting my day job and mm. start betting. Mm. Unfortunately, five hundred is not break even. It. Minus one. Close. It's close, though. It's close. Maybe if I win one or two more. That's right. What's up, guys? Mr. Incognito checking back in with the college football regular season now officially concluded. We can move on to championship week. couple win-in-your-end scenarios for the college football playoff. Uh, should be real interesting. If if the undefeated teams win, it's pretty straightforward, but could get a little funky here if uh, we get a couple upsets. We got Georgia and Alabama. Um... I think Georgia wins, goes to the college football playoff. Michigan, Iowa, that's easy. Michigan's going. We have Florida State and Louisville. That's where it gets interesting. You know, Florida State lost their starting quarterback. I think they find a way to make it. If you remember, I called at the beginning of this year, before the season started, I said FSU was going to the college football playoff. I'm sticking with that pick for now. Um, We'll see. It'll be interesting with other quarterback. Um, but I think they get it done. And then finally, we have Oregon playing Washington. Now, this is the big one. Um, Oregon's actually favored in this game. Washington did beat Oregon earlier this year, and Washington's currently undefeated. Whoever wins this game is going in, and I think it's going to be Oregon. I think Oregon bounces back, beats Washington, and makes it in the cultural playoffs. So I've got Georgia, Michigan, FSU, and uh, Oregon. So we'll see how it goes. Excited to see it. All right, guys, have a good week. All right, draft. Boom. The best alternate uniforms in the National Football League in 2023. And I get the first pick. Go. I'm going to go the Tennessee Titans, Houston Oilers uh, throwback. I, like a lot. I think those are so, so fresh, so clean. I'm going to do kind of unbiased, but Eagles Kelly Green to I me is so sexy. I go back and forth if I like it or not. You know why I think it's so sexy? My high school colors were Kelly Green. Mm, so nostalgic. It's nostalgic and it's one of my favorite teams. So boom. Fair enough. Fair enough. I love the Dolphins throwbacks. The like 80s oh, ones. Uh-huh. I think those are so cool. They should just do that all the time, honestly. Yeah. Well, I think Tampa Bay should do the creamsicle. The creamsicle. All the time. So I almost did the creamsicle, but sometimes I'm like, I can't tell if I love it or hate it. I love it. Mainly because I hate Tampa Bay's normal uniforms. Like, I yeah. just don't love their, like... The white helmets are clean. Though, they are clean. They're... But, like, I just don't like the red black. I just yeah, like, no. don't think it looks great. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not normally an orange fan. In fact, I dislike almost every orange team. <laughs> but they do... Yeah, I'm glad you took it because it needs to be it's drafted in the top four, yeah. but I don't want it. Love uh, it. Ooh, interesting one here. I'm going to do the Falcons with the red throwback helmet. Uh-huh. That one's... So I'm not a big red guy, kind of like you're not an orange guy. Interesting. Yeah, I actually hate the color red now that I think about it. Really? I'm not kidding. I just <laughs> like hate the color red. 
That's funny. Is that because you see like so many reds for yeah. your picks? Normally? It's probably because like, I grew up and I was trying to be perfectionist and my parents beat me if I didn't get A's and mm. the red marks means I didn't get mm. an A. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> so three, I'm going to go with uh, the Seahawks 90s throwback. Ooh, those are good. Those 90s throwbacks, they're, they're a treat. They're just a treat. I got to step it up. You're winning this draft right now, probably. Ooh, props. Um, honestly, I like the Patriots throwbacks. Okay. I'm a sucker for white helmets, I realized, going through this draft. Well, you're going to like my fourth pick. Is it the Cowboys? Nope. No. It's the White Tiger Bengals. That's an interesting one. It's a little freaky. It. I like it because it's freaky, and also Joe Burrow looks really good in that uniform. Mm-hmm. And it's less orange. It is. And it's less orange. Mm, last pick. I got my five wrapped up. Do you want to go your five? I'll, I've, I'm, I'm between yeah. two, so you go five. So and five for me, it just has to be number five. The amount of times I've played a Madden game in this uniform <laughs> is almost sickening. And it's the Carolina Panthers. They're baby blue, like color rush. I just love that baby blue color. I always use that or the all, all black and Madden. Yeah. Those are the two. So that's that's just been one of my cool. favorite jerseys. Okay, I'm torn because... Also, it reminds me of like Luke Keekley in its prime when he would like... Dude, actually, you know what that reminds me of? Brought back a memory. Thanksgiving. They wore those uniforms and they played the Dallas Cowboys. Well, this was Luke Keekley era maybe mm-hmm. six years ago. They they blew out the Cowboys. Keekley had like a pick and a couple of sacks. I was a big Keekley guy. And like I remember they blew out the Cowboys on Thanksgiving, the Panthers did. This might have been like 15 or 16. It was a while, and I'll have to fact check it. But like that was the was best. Was this the year they only lost one game? Yeah, 20. That was a 2015 season. Yeah, so that was when they lost one. Right? Well, are undefeated for a while. Reliving the Thanksgiving Day massacre at the Cowboys. <laughs> All right, that doesn't help me because the two in between, actually, it does. One of the, this is the honorable mention. I think the Cowboys with the white helmet looks so much better than the Cowboys with the gray helmet. Agreed. So yeah. I almost put them in there, but I still hate the Cowboys. So instead, I'm going to go with the Cardinals all black. Oh, that is sweet. Dude, yeah, the, I like but that. the newer one where it's got like the stripes on the shoulder pad and then like the Cardinals. I like that, it. especially because it's less red. Yeah, because <laughs> red sucks. Red sucks, man. I thought I was going to get the Seattle a little bit later. I give that. No, the sad, the 90s were sexy. Mm. Those right. were sexy. Well, any final thoughts for the fans? I'm a little hungry still. Dude, you got it. When, when's the 72 hour fast over? I'm trying. Well, 72 hours will be tomorrow night. I'm trying to make it until Thursday, midday ish. So you're trying to do a 90. Yeah. I'm hungry. Let me know how that goes, man. I'm sure you're productive. Sure. <laughs> Everyone who said to listen to me ramble, they know yeah. I'm not productive. Study show, though, it's helping. Peace. <laughs>